Welcome to the St. Paul's Episcopal Church podcast. Here, we will share our thoughts, voices, and prayers. St. Paul's is a progressive community of faith with ancient roots. You can find out more about St. Paul's at their website, stpauls.dioup.org, or find us on Facebook. If you would like to share your words on this podcast, send us a message. May God's peace be with you today and always. In today's podcast, Charlie West shares some information from the church and world calendars and gives us two options for this week's challenge. He shares a a colic for Christmas and reflects on the winter solstice, St. Thomas, St. Stephen, and more. Here is this week's challenge. First, write a, a longest night poem or prayer. Or, if you were going to change your last name to reflect something about you, more than one who comes from the West, what would you change it to? You can read along in Charlie's blog, Words Twice a Week, at wordstwiceaweek.blogspot.com. Words Twice a Week, 12. Comment that there are a number of links in the printed um, format of Words Twice a Week at wordstwiceaweek.blogspot.com if you want to follow any of that. Okay. Backspace. Backspace. Friday, December 18th, was the birthday of Charles Wesley. He was the brother of John and the musical force in the founding of Methodism. He published over 6,000 hymns, over 1,000 tongues to sing, all 18 verses, Love Divine, All Loves Excelling, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus, Hark the Herald Angels Sing Among Them. Tradition is that many of his hymns were able to be sung to popular tunes of the day, even barroom songs. The theology in his hymns, especially the personal indwelling of the Holy Spirit, sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit, depravity of humankind, and humanity's personal accountability to God, did much to shape Methodism and United Methodism to this day. Two days from the church calendar for this week, December 21st, St. Thomas. He gets called Doubting Thomas, but I think that's a bad rap. Thomas asked questions others were thinking. When Jesus headed off to see Lazarus, Thomas suggested the disciples go with him. And at the end, Jesus said to Thomas, Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Sound familiar? That's actually from the email a day from July 3rd, the other day on which the church remembers St. Thomas. Maybe today is a day to realize that we don't have or need all the answers. Maybe it's a day to just let the mystery be. December 24th, Christmas Eve. Well, the church calendar apparently does not actually include Christmas Eve, 
so look below for it on the World Earth section. December 25th, Christmas Day, the day we celebrate the reality that Jesus was born one of us. Someplace I saw a note a week or two ago about how some of the wonder Mary must have felt was not just that the word became flesh, but that the flesh it became was actually hers. Here's one of the collects for Christmas from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, you have given your only begotten Son to take our nature upon him and to be born this day of a pure virgin. Grant that we, who have been born again and made your children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by your Holy Spirit. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, to whom with you and the same Spirit be honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. Okay, not really sure about that pure virgin part, but hey, it's even more so a day to just let the mystery be. And maybe recheck the words from last Thursday about the whole virgin thing. December 26th, St. Stephen, Feast of Stephen, upon which good King Wenceslas went out. Well, Stephen was the first person to be martyred for the Christian faith. He was one of the seven deacons in charge of distributing food and aid to the poor. When he bested some of the religious leaders in a debate, they hauled him before a council where he gave a long speech, basically a summary of much of the Old Testament story, and concluded that his hearers were resisting the word of God just as their ancestors had done. When they took him out to stone him, a young man named Saul watched over their coats. And a quick aside about Wenceslas, he was actually the Duke of Bohemia from uh, 921 until his assassination in 935. His younger brother, Boleslas the Cruel, was complicit in the murder. His martyrdom and the popularity of several biogra biographies gave rise to a reputation for heroic virtue that resulted in his elevation to sainthood, he was posthumously declared to be a king, came to be seen as the patron saint of the Czech state. December 27th, St. John, Apostle, Evangelist. Well, okay, technically the church pushes St. John's Day to the 28th and the Holy Innocents to the 29th this year because the 27th is the Feast of Our Lord, a Sunday. But we're going to think about St. John this week anyway. He was one of the first disciples, son of Zebedee, who left him in the boat and went to follow Jesus. He was one of the inner circle of Peter, James, and John, who were present for many significant events in Jesus' life. He was also referred to as the disciple that Jesus loved. The Gospel, the Book of Revelation, and the three letters from John are attributed to him, though some think some of them might have been written by one or more of his disciples. His gospel is significantly different from the first three. He was the only one of the twelve to stay with Jesus to the end and stand with the women at the foot of the cross, for Jesus gave Mary and him to each other. In the beginning was the word, God so loved the world, let not your hearts be troubled. And then note that it was Thomas who said, we don't know where you are going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. And the other I am sayings, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. I saw a new heaven, a new earth. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven. Just some of the words and images that we owe to John. 
some days from the Earth World Calendar. December 21st, the winter solstice, longest night. Some are recognizing that not all feel joyful and triumphant and are starting to hold blue Christmas services or gatherings. Might be especially meaningful this year. That's not exactly what Elvis was singing about, but close. Here's a nice blessing that I picked up somewhere along the line. We usually light a candle sometime during the evening, or maybe this year we're thinking about a flaming dessert. Well, probably not. Maybe a cupcake with a candle in it. We can say this while we eat it. May you find peace in the promise of the solstice night, that each day forward is blessed with more light, that the cycle of nature, unbroken and true, brings faith to your soul and well-being to you. Rejoice in the darkness and the silence find rest, and may the days that follow be abundantly blessed. Nice. And also there's this conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn, if the skies stay clear. If two planets collide and the skies are cloudy, do they make a sound? Um, on the 21st, the pilgrims landed at Plymouth Rock. W. Paul Jones says he scandalized his family by laughing at the size when he saw it. He says, its size and shape can hardly support the legend that it was a stepping stone into a new world. I don't know. Have you seen it? What did you think? Um, in 1965, the International Convention on Elimination of All Forms of Racial Discrimination was adopted by the United Nation member states. Hmm. We pause for prayer. Dear God, help these people open their hearts and minds and see beyond the flesh and accept the unaccepted. Help them walk with open eyes to see the beauty you have given each one of us. That's by um, the young man, Ronnie, age 15, in the Central Juvenile Hall, East Los Angeles. Still on December 21st, it was the 80th day and Phileas Fogg finished his round-the-world journey on time. December 22nd, the first Christmas tree to be decorated with electric lights. I wonder how long it took them to untangle the cords. I wonder how long they lasted before one bulb burned out and they had to check each one. Some of the lights we have decorating our window boxes have gone out. It looks like squirrels have chewed through the wires, apparently thinking the lights were something to eat. Dwight L. Moody died on this day in 1899. He began by evangelizing, evangelizing wounded Civil War soldiers and went on to form Sunday school associations and international revivals. His practices, including using popular emotional hymns and songs, printing religious tracts, and were much copied. He founded the Moody Bible Institute. And then someone named Joe Strummer died on this day in 2002. I never heard of him, but he was a singer, songwriter, and wait for it, a guitar player. Joe Strummer, a guitar player. Okay, I looked him up, and his real name was John Graham Miller, and he was a founding member of the punk rock band Clash. So that's not quite as cool as it seemed at first. But, and I don't know. You know who he was? Another Joe, Joe Cocker, died on this day in 2014. He sang, with a little help from my friends at Woodstock, he sang, Up Where We Belong, for an officer and a gentleman, and you can leave your hat on for the movie Nine and a Half Weeks. 
Tom Jones sang the song for the film and the play The Full Monty. Cocker performed for George H.W. Bush at one of his inauguration concerts in 1989. I didn't know all that. December 23, the transistor was invented. When I was a kid, having a transistor radio was a pretty big deal. I had a Sony. In uh, 1975, President Gerald Ford signed the Metric Conversion Act, and we all started using metrics. What, didn't we? Actually, there are three countries in the world that don't use it. Us, Liberia, and Burma, Myanmar. In, 19, in 1888, Van Gogh caught off his ear in about the... December 24th, Christmas Eve, Santa and the reindeer caroling, Sunday school pageants, midnight mass, candle lighting service. What are your warmest Christmas Eve memories? Here's an unhappy note. In uh, 1865, the KKK was formed. In 1914, the Christmas troops broke out among the soldiers in World War I. It lasted until their officers forced them back into battle. It seems like we just noted whoever it was that said old men declare war and send young men and women off to fight. And of course, in 1826, something called the Eggnog Riots broke out at West Point, the cadets having overindulged. Still on um, December 24th, John Muir died on this day in 1914. He had a hand in establishing the national parks especially Yosemite, Sequoia, Mesa Verde, Glacier, Mount Rainier, and Crater Lake. December 25, Christmas Day. Um, Isaac Newton, Humphrey Bogart, and Rod do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do Serling shared Jesus' birthday. December 26, 1966, Kwanzaa was first observed. Um, Jack Benny died in 1947. There was a certain amount of racism in his show, but he was a master of the slow look. December 27th, Fellowship Re of Reconciliation was founded. When I was younger, they used artwork by Kathy Collins of poverty and hunger and with the seed line. With the line, seed corn must not be ground. Um, 27, December 27th still, Charles Darwin set out on the HMS Beagle in 1831. His journey took a little bit longer than Phileas Fogg's, almost five years. Okay, two options for this week's challenge. One, write a longest night, poem, prayer. And two, if you were going to change your last name to reflect something about you, more than one who comes from the West, what would you change it to? That's it for now.